Hassan, this is the Dreamcatcher podcast. And before we get to the question of the day, I want to tell you a story. About a week ago, I was on vacation with my wife and the kids. We were about to drive back, a long three-hour drive. The kids already knew they were in for a long haul since we drove three hours to get there a couple of days before. Naturally, I wanted to keep them entertained. So I invented a cool museum we should visit on the way, one that would no doubt cause much conversation. I said, hey, let's visit the Poop Museum on the way back home. Poop Museum? Well, sure, I said. It's got tons of samples of poop, cow poop, deer poop, bear poop, poop from hundreds of different animals. To which they said, blah, dad. I said, Oh, they have cool activities, too. You can play with poop, create shapes with poop. It's really fun. Blah, Dad. I went on like this for a few minutes, explaining all the things that would be done in the poop museum. That was fun, and the drive went along swimmingly for those few minutes. Then I thought to myself, I'll bet there is actually a poop museum. And then I told myself, Let's check the internet. And guess what? There is a poop museum. More than one, actually, and I just had to tell you the stories behind the poop. In the Dreamcatcher podcast, we always ask, can anything we imagine be created? And we usually talk about big, highbrow things, but since I did imagine a poop museum, today we're going to ask, is there a poop museum? Well, there is, and there are, and today we're going to explore what that means. Today, a very special Dreamcatcher podcast. Today, the poop episode. In North Italy, in Lombardy, in the province of Piacenza, I think that's how it's pronounced, there sits in the medieval castle of Castel Bosco, the Museo della Merda, which means Museum of Poop. The symbol of the museum is, fittingly, the dung beetle. I kid you not about any of this, and you're in for a great adventure. So, let's go. What can you find in the celebrated Feces Museum, you may ask? Well, first, there is the art aspect. There are a lot of excrement-inspired art created by some of the top artists in Italy. Then, there is what the museum calls testimonies, about how animals and humans have historically turned poop into a useful material. From the dung beetle, to the use of dung in architecture, from ancient Italian civilizations to those in African architecture, to the latest scientific research about the use and reuse of waste and discarded material, from human poop to animal feces. You may ask yourself, why, why did anyone build a poop museum? What's the poopy point? The idea for the Museum of Poop started innocently enough at a farm nearby that makes milk and cheese that had seven production units. 
units. This production unit had 3,500 cows and created 50,000 liters of milk and 150,000 kilos of dung. This led Gian Antonio Locatelli to try to find solutions and bring awareness to the worldwide poop problem, which I chose to call the WPP or PP for short. So anytime I mention PP in the podcast, I'm talking about the worldwide poop problem. So the point of the museum was to investigate, to highlight how to use poop, which is becoming a problem. And in fact, the museum doesn't just talk the poop talk, it walks the poop walk. Today, the farm produces up to 3 megawatts per hour from feces. The buildings and offices of the farm are heated, exploiting the warmth given off by the digesters as they turn manure into energy, not to mention the fertilizer produced. They invented and patented something called Merda Cotta, a registered trademark, by the way. Merda still means poop. Cotta in Italian means ceramics that are created from baked clay. It's clay. Merda Cotta is a mixture of clay and partly excrement and is resilient and well how would you describe something made of excrement useful it's useful the museum displays vases flower pots tiles plates bowls jugs mugs all created from merdakota you can even buy the jugs mugs vases and so on made out of merdakota they also glaze the product so you can eat from them. These designs, by the way, won first prize in the Milano Design Award. So, must be good. Their website has a page called, I won't say it because I don't want an explicit warning put on this podcast, but let's call it Poop TV, except they use another word for poop. You know which one. They've got some classic videos, like this one, that shows a cow pooping. Here's another nice video they have, taken from the movie The Bucket List, about another use of poop in our lives. Kopi Luwak is the world's most expensive coffee, though for some it falls under the category of too good to be true. In the Sumatran village where the beans are grown lives a breed of wild tree cat. These cats eat the beans, digest them, and then defecate. The villagers then collect and process the stools. It is the combination of the beans and the gastric juices of the tree cat that give Kopi Luwak its unique flavor and aroma. Let us move our attention from the Museo della Merda to more poop museums around the world. Within the Isle of Wight Zoo, there sits the National Poo Museum. And yes, they do use the word poo. It features 20 examples of animal feces prepared by the Eccleston George Collective of Artists and Social Entrepreneurs. Daniel Roberts, Nigel George, and Dave Badman. Okay, villain name. The specimens, if you want to call them that, are desiccated and preserved in plexiglass. The museum features freeze-dried poo, poop hanging from the ceiling, and even poop from human babies, because that's rare. Moving on to another country, South Korea has something called Mr. Toilet House. 
toilet house in Korean means a house to relieve one's concerns. Concerns means what you know it means. Mr. Toilet House is actually a Korean term for restrooms used in temples. Mr. Toilet House is a large house designed to look like a, say it with me, toilet. Moving on, we move to the kid-friendly Japanese museum called Toilet, exclamation point, question mark, human waste and Earth's future. If you go to their website, you will see a lot of poop emojis and toilet emojis. This museum is really kid-friendly. There are plenty of activities. Kids can put on their heads poop-shaped hats, which they collect from buckets. Then they can climb a ladder into a massive toilet. And if you look inside, you'll see there's actually a slide in there. So basically, the kids with poop hats climb the big toilets on ladders and then slide in. There are poop exhibits, which show pictures of animals and their poop inside special glass. You can make poop-like objects out of clay and read information about poop which is not at all ensconced in glass. Then you've got the singing toilets. The singing toilets are special. You stand in front of a dozen or so toilets. Each of them have animated faces. I didn't say animated feces, I said animated faces. And they sing because what else would a toilet with a face on it do? Now, we're not done. The mascot has a poop-shaped head, with glasses, of course, and it wears, or she, wears a blue dress and shoes. Now, this museum is found inside... No. Now, the Japanese Poop Museum is found within the Himeji Museum of Literature, which makes sense, of course, and uh, this being a library, it also includes a library for the museum called Excretory Literature books on turds, and other related subjects. Now, what are the good reasons for poop museums to exist? The main one is a serious pee-pee. Take North Carolina, for example. Pigs produce ten times the excrement that humans do, and there are nine million pigs in North Carolina alone. That's a lot of poop the farmers have to deal with. So what do the farmers do? They put the poop in massive lagoons, and then they sprayed over their crops. Now, as they sprayed a fine mist of poop, the mist may be fine, but the mist is huge, hangs over the spraying area, and then it is carried over to nearby neighborhoods, usually very poor neighborhoods, where a lot of people live. Now, these people live in houses where there is always a mist of big excrement where they can't open windows, they can't hang laundry, they can't turn on air conditioners because of this. Cancer rates and respiratory illnesses are up in those neighborhoods, all because of pee-pee. Speaking of fine mist of excrement, the astronauts also have a poo problem. You see, although not many people have been to space, enough of them have been for a long enough time over the last five decades, and generally they have gotten rid of their excrement by excreting it into space. The problem with that is that Earth still has a gravity hold on the excrement, because we haven't really flown to other places. So the poop has not flown into the big black yonder as a messenger to alien cultures. Instead, it is orbiting the Earth in various forms. And a lot of spaceships and satellites have a soft film of human excrement on them. 
that is a big problem in orbit. So never fly into space without a spacesuit because you know that might not be good for you. Now, when a ship flies back into the atmosphere, the poop that covers it burns in the atmosphere because the speed of entry and the heat, the friction the air causes, makes it burn. So when a ship lands, it's clean. Back to our earthbound pee-pee. Because we grow so many animals, for meat and milk, we have to deal with the unprecedented amounts of animal excrement. Not to mention that you've got more than 7 billion people in the world, and we all poop. That poop has to go somewhere, or we're going to be eating that poop for lunch pretty soon. May not have been the best phrasing possible. At least we've got sanitation, which moves the poop aside, where it has to be taken care of, but we don't live with it. Large chunks of the world's population don't have toilets, don't have means to take the poop away from them, and poop carries diseases, a lot of diseases, which lead to sickness and death. So places like the Museo della Merda try to help solve those problems, except for the astronaut poop problem which I assume they've left to NASA. And they try to solve them by finding ways of turning poop into energy, into clay, and anything that would be a solution to the problem. And now, this. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dreamcatcher podcast. I'm Guy Hassan. The podcast is produced by Ilana Brudo, the one who gets crap done. The theme of the podcast was composed and mixed by Noah Cohen Eliash. Our website is dreamcatcher.vision, where you'll also find many links to the various poop museums we talked about. On Twitter, I'm at DreamcatcherPod. Did you like today's episode? Tell me what you think. Email me at hello at dreamcatcher.vision. If you want to be read on the podcast, let me know, and I will read your emails on the podcast. I want to hear from you. And my question of the day is... Would you visit a poop museum? Would you go to something like that? Please let me know. The Dreamcatcher podcast is brought to you by Comics in Power, the comic book store for the blind and the visually impaired. Comicsinpower.com I will see you again in the next poop-free Dreamcatcher podcast episode. That's one small step for man. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Do or do not. There is no trap. Never give up. Never surrender. Oh, one more thing. As we researched this podcast, we found one thing that's too good to pass up and not tell you about it, but doesn't actually fit into the whole poop museum theme. So, to anyone who listened to the end theme music and stuck around to the end, you get a bonus. You get to hear about a special Korean delicacy, a wine created out of poop. Tongsu is a Korean rice wine mixed with a fermented turd of a human child. They basically stopped using it in the 1960s, but rumors remain that there are still people who drink that turd. And some even lament the fact that it is no longer used. 
The original purpose of this great wine, so some people believe, was medicinal. The use of human and animal feces for medicinal purposes goes back centuries in Korea. Ancient Korean medicine books claim that it heals bruising, bad bruising even, and cuts and broken bones, and even epilepsy, because why wouldn't it? So next time you get a cut, you know what to do, right? Have a great day. Bye, everyone.